Good morning and happy new year! Happy it's new year! Yes, welcome to, yeah, welcome to 2021. It's lovely to be here with you. This is our first Sunday service of the new year. So, yeah, welcome. My name is Martin. This is my family, and we're going to spend the next about 10 minutes with you while we prepare ourselves and gather. Um, do say hi in the comments below. I uh, would love to um, chat with you, particularly if you are new, and do say uh, who you are and where you are watching from. Um, thank you to everyone that sent in your joining photos. Uh, no, we didn't have joining photos. What we're talking about? Thank you for everyone that sent in their Happy New Year video. Um, so that's lovely. Thank you for that. Uh, our joining photos for next week is can I have photos of you doing something you enjoy? Could be. All sorts of things, reading, it could be... Plus people sleeping. Sleeping, <laughs> dog walking, whatever. Do photos of you doing something you enjoy. Send it to join.in or hollybaptist.org.uk. Now, while people gather, what do we do at New Year's? We have... Oh, you almost did it there. Resolutions. Resolutions. Common, common for us to have resolutions, things that we plan to do uh, or not do in the new year. So we might decide to give up something, we might decide to take up a new hobby or try and do something uh, in particular. So, is there anything you, well, I'm going to give you in a moment, the top five according to weightwatchers.com, top five new year resolutions. Would one of them be losing weight if it's weightwatchers.com? One of them might be that, yes. Um, Maybe you want to put in um, whether you've got a new year resolution or not in the comment section below. Tell us what it is. But um, Jen, have you got a new year resolution? No. 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 <laughs> I haven't. I take off to bother. Because got... I, I feel like if I set them, I just set myself up to fail. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ellie and Eve, you need to. Hey, Ellie, what did you get for your? Christmas present that you need to maybe learn in the new year. Oh yeah, something year. to take up, a new thing to take up. Um, my drum kit. That's what yeah. my dad's talking about. And what, what did about you? You, you got it for your birthday. birthday. Something you need to learn. Stand up on the chair so people can see you. Mm -hmm. What? Something that daddy plays. Guitar. 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 Yes, yeah, so that's something new John, to learn. John, what do you want to do new in the new year? Dinosaur. Dinosaur. That's the answer to everything. We asked um, Joel the other day what he wants to be when he grows up, and it's going to be a dinosaur. So that's like very exciting. Um, when um, when it was fancy dress party, um, well, um, Mummy Pig asked George what he wanted to be, and he said he wanted to be a dinosaur. Yeah, I think you are actually George Pig, aren't you? You're not Joel. You're George Pig. Is that right? No. No. So, thank you for your comments. So, according to weightwatchers.com, here are the top five New Year resolutions. Okay, see if any of these are ones that you've got. So, at number five, we've got read more. 
Read more. Read more. Well, you no, don't need to do that, do you? No, I read quite a bit. But okay, oh. there's a way you can always read more. I've just, oh, I I've, I've just got a free trial of Audible. You know, when you can listen to people reading books. Oh. But I don't yeah. know where I'm going to find I the time to listen to, to it. You like, you know, do Harry you? Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, you listen to those reading a book. Uh, I, number four, Jen, you would like. Oh, oh no, Eve wants to say something. Um, I listen to Nemo. Yeah. You're, you're, listen, listen to Nemo. Nemo. Listen to Nemo. Oh, yes, you do on, on Spotify. Um, Number four, you'll like this one, Jen. Focus on self-care, so go to spa days and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Again, I think probably would fail at that. <laughs> With busy uh, Number three, save money or spend less. Spend less. Nah. Nah, what do you want to do that for? Uh, you, you're only saving money so you can spend it later on. So. <laughs> Uh, number two, get more exercise. Yes. You were just starting that. You're getting into that when you break your foot. So that's it. Hopefully you'll be able to get back into yes. that. I, I, I always, I'm always thinking I should do more exercise, but I don't. Uh, and at number one, no surprise from WeightWatchers.com, eat healthier. Yeah. Eat healthier. Well, exercise at number two, eat healthily at number one. I wonder what they're trying to push. Yes, yes. <laughs> Join if, Weight Watchers today. The other if you go to weightwatchers.com, you can find out how Weight Watchers can help you in all five of these things. He's so, not being paid. He's not being paid. He's not sponsored. losing pounds either. Sunday service sponsored by Weight Watchers. Other, not saying anything about you who other are watching slimming it. People, slimming aids are available. Oh, slimming aids are available. <laughs> oh. Now we're going to sing a song in a moment, but we have a reading. Oh, where's the reading? Right, yes. where's the reading? So Eve, you're going to start it off, and then Ellie, you're going to carry it on. Okay, so Ellie, you need to be in place. So this is from James chapter 1 and verse 17. Okay, go on, Eve. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father who created all delight in the heavens. He is always the same and never makes dark shadows by changing. Well done. Oh, well done, even Ellie. Thank you very much. So the Bible tells us that God is the same. It tells us that God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And although we may be going to, into a new year, and although life has its ups and downs, God is always there, never changing, always constant, always a firm foundation. And we're going to sing a song about that. Jody, are you going to come and sing with us? This is cool. Yesterday, today and forever. You are the same. You never change. Aha, Eve is joining us with a guitar. Jody, come in. I got cake. No. Oh, okay, no, so here we go. Wait a minute, Daddy, because we've got to have. Oh. To have. <laughs> Could be noisy. And that tune. Oh dear, that's terrible. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not, I can't tune it now. Oh dear. The years go by, but you're unchanging in this fragile world. You are the only firm foundation, always loving, always true. Always. Mercy, 
trust in you because you aren't you never change you are secure you are firm you are rock solid and although this year has been difficult and this year we're now in is unknown to us <clears throat> lord you are with us and you are firm so lord god we put our trust in you this year and we thank you that you are with us every step of the way amen amen so what oh, have we got? Oh, we did some really good playing. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, what have we got coming up? We are going to have something that we played. It was actually a video made for our church AGM in November by Neil and Angie. And it's Neil sharing some of the highlights of us as a church 
of 2020. So we're going to watch that this now. It's really great, engaging video, and it really shows us that despite the mess that 2020 was, that we've done some great things uh, as a church. Well, God has done some great things through us uh, as a church. So let's go over to Neil, and then after that, we're going to have some more stuff, more songs, more prayers, a bit of reflection. Yeah, and we'll see you in a bit. Yeah, bye. 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 Good evening, I've been asked to give a short report on the last 12 months at HBC and I need to say at the outset that this is not um, particularly comprehensive but perhaps will give a good idea of some of the things that have been going on at the church. And this is coming on a pre-recorded video and we're watching it on Zoom which probably says a lot for what has happened. A year ago one would have seemed strange and I guess probably most of us hadn't even, hadn't even heard of the other. At last year's AGM, a lot of the reports included the fact that we were short of space in the building. Daz was saying that messy church was buzzing, toddlers, they were having to turn people away because they were full, and in the holiday club, you had to pre-register because not everybody could come. Alison gave her report and mentioned that she was taking on no new regular hirings during the week because the church was also very busy then. Then we started to talk about two services on a Sunday morning. We'd already sent out a survey to see what people thought and discussions were going on at leadership about should we start a third meeting on a Sunday morning, a more discussion-y type group. So we had the main church, cafe church, and then possibly this new third meeting room. And then we had discussions regarding phase two. A lot of February was spent talking and praying about our buildings. We had an architect who came and drew up four options for us. We had a week of prayer and fasting, followed by a breakfast and discussion. We had 123 answers to a questionnaire about the way forward. And finally, we had a church meeting at which we decided to go forward and then COVID hit us. Well, it hit the whole world and life changed. Coincidentally, or more likely providentially, on the 15th of March, we'd actually streamed our service and um, the last service we held at the church um, on Facebook. And this was a good introduction to our first live streamed virtual church on the 22nd of March. And it looked something like this. Hello everybody, good morning. <laughs> um, we don't know what's going to happen. Well, we've got no, we've got planned for the next 40 minutes or so, but hopefully everything is going to work okay. We've been in hair and makeup for the last hour preparing ourselves. So hopefully we look good, hopefully we sound good, and hopefully everything will go well uh, this morning. Just say You found that useful. We're going to hand over to Daz now. Is uh, anything interesting appearing on news? Is it all working? It's working, yeah. We're it's all working. All good, good. All, um, I'm watching. I'll give you a microphone. Going in. Lots of people joining us this morning, which is exciting. Great to have you with us. And 
put this on the Sea of Galilee. And this time, while they were there, a storm whipped up. And there was lots of wind. It got the wind, oh my goodness, whoa! So it was blowing the boat to and fro, whoa! And they were falling, And then it started to rain as well, probably. It got very stormy. Oh, sorry. Oh, my eyes, thank you. And they're all there. You can make this craft whilst Martin is speaking. We go back to him now. Yeah, if you can make that, you can make anything. And if you want to send photos of your attempts of making that, you can email it to us at join.in at hawleybaptist.org.uk. We'd love to see you. We've come a long way since then, and we've moved from Facebook to YouTube. Let me share with you some of the stats and figures, which I think are A, interesting, but more than that, thought-provoking. So since that time in March, we've produced 136 videos of Sunday mornings, HBK, the midweek message that Martin does, Friday night worship, testimonies, sermons, and a baptism. Let me share you some of the most popular numbers. So our most popular Sunday morning was a Remembrance Sunday, where 521 people have either watched it live or later on. The baptism had 493. HBK has got up to 165 views. The midweek message, most popular one was 111. Friday night worship, 42. And the testimonies, up to 207 people have watched. The stats show us that on average over the last four weeks, 670 views per week have happened. If you compare that to when we were in church, both morning and evening service, it was probably something like 170. So that's four times as many. Martin often asks us to subscribe to the YouTube channel, and we have 170 subscribers. But the stats show us that about 50% of the people are watching our subscribers are regulars. But the other 50% are not and maybe a people that have heard about us or want to see what's going on. Could you imagine 500 people coming to church next Remembrance Sunday? And we haven't just used YouTube. We're also good users of Zoom for home groups, for Friday night at HBC, for Connected in Faith. And thank you to uh, Leslie for starting that and for Helen Rufford for now taking over the reins. Jill Martin uses Zoom for her youth group, Connect. So what have we learnt amongst all of this? Well, who would have known that Daz and Martin were such naturals in front of camera? The fact that we've got people that have learnt video editing skills to put all the services together. There are a huge number of people that are happy to tell a story, do the prayers, do some craft, play a game. But I have to say, there is always room for a lot more. And if you think you could see yourself on camera, then please do give us a shout. But it's not all about the digital and the digital services. Other things have been happening as well. In fact, we've been meeting on a Sunday morning physically, or we were until this latest lockdown, and we'll start again from this Sunday morning. Numbers are low, but we would love to see you there if you'd like to come along to the church building at half past 10 on a Sunday. Lettings have started to slowly come back. Essential ones at the beginning, but we hope we'll be able to open up more shortly. We've provided almost 500 meals for families that most need them in our area. And a huge thank you to Jill Martin and the up to 20 volunteers that have helped to do this. 
we've had over 300 cars drive through the Hawley Bank, Hawley Food Bank drop-off point. We built a Mance extension and a huge thank you to those that gave towards that. We've had a gift day that has helped us fill the hole that the lack of lettings and letting incomes has made. But more than that, has provided more money for us to go and buy equipment and look forward towards the digital age. And thank you for those that gave towards that. We have made hundreds of phone calls to one another to show love and to support each other. A couple of our members have been around the neighbourhood um, offering to pray with people. We've provided meals to those that most need them when they come out of hospital or maybe just after the birth of their baby. I wonder if this year, more than other years, maybe we have been more of that beacon of hope that our vision states that we aim to be. I will let you be the judge of that.
blessing I'm letting go of trusting What I cannot see I'm counting every blessing I'm counting every blessing Surely every season You are good to me I am counting every blessing I'm counting every blessing I'm letting go I wonder what your takeaway from 2020 is. What lesson uh, have you learned? Perhaps it's the importance of family, or maybe it's that you don't need a hairdresser quite as much as you once thought. Or perhaps for you, you've found God this year, this past year. And actually, it's been a bit of a spiritual awakening for you. I guess because 2020 has been so different, so challenging is perhaps pushed us more than we would normally be used to in one year and certainly as a world we've seen a shift in racial justice and environmental issues but my question for you as we step hesitantly yet hopefully into 2021 is so what what difference will 2020 make to our lives? Because you could argue that if it doesn't make any difference, then we haven't really learnt anything. How can we make the mess of 2020 worth something? I think that with regards to 2020 people probably fit somewhere on a spectrum between their lives being interrupted and their lives being disrupted but let me explain if your life has been interrupted then you are just waiting longing for things to go back to normality to how they once were as if covid had never happened your habitual patterns have been disrupted your life has been put on pause and you can't wait to press that play button and see things go back to how they once were, back to normal. However, if for you it's been a disruption, then things are never going to be the same again. This past year has reshaped your thinking and your doing to such an extent that you can't imagine ever going back to how things once were. <laughs> So which one describes where you're at? Because if for you this past year has just been an interruption, then can you really say that you've learned anything at all? And particularly when it comes to your spiritual life, what have you learnt 
in 2020. Perhaps for you, you have drawn closer, you discovered God who had seemed so distant before. Or maybe for you, you've realised that your faith has been so tied up in church things that this past year you've wondered whether you have got a faith at all. The reality is that when it comes to our faith in Jesus, staying still is not an option. You're either striving forwards or you're sliding backwards. It's a bit like trying to climb an escalator that's going the wrong way. Unless you keep pushing forward, you're gonna find yourself back at the bottom again. And practically what that looks like is that we're constantly learning, we're constantly changing, we're constantly discovering new things. We're never settling, we're never staying still. And perhaps for you, as we go into 2021, you might want to consider doing an alpha course that hopefully we'll be starting the beginning of this new year to discover more about God, more about Jesus, more about you. Jesus once told a story about two men. Uh, one man was uh, digging in a field and he happened to come across some hidden treasure and he quickly buried it again. He went away, he sold everything he had, he went back and bought that field. Uh, the other man, he was a merchant who dealt in fine pearls and he'd been looking for the best pearl ever and he finds this, this great pearl and he goes away, sells everything he has and buys that pearl. You see, two different men, one found treasure by accident, one found a pearl because he was looking for it, but both of them responded in the same way. They realized that what they had found was worth far more than anything they already had. They were prepared to give it all up in order to get that treasure, that pearl. And Jesus explains to those listening that the treasure and that rather pricey pearl both represent the kingdom of God. It's discovering that there is more to life than you can see, that there is a God, that there is a rescuer, that there is hope and a future, that God is in control, that he knows you and he loves you and he has a plan for your life and he wants you to follow it. And maybe some of you have found that out by accident this year. You were just plowing your way through life when you stumbled across it. Or maybe it's been something you've been searching for for, for a long time and this year you've, you've found it. But so what? What are you going to do about it? What difference is it going to make to the way you live your life, the things you do? What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to change? What are you willing to do in the light of this discovery? What is it worth to you? Because it's one thing to discover that God knows you and has a plan for your life. It's quite another thing to actually follow it. And the reality is that God demands everything from us. But he is so loving and so gracious that he doesn't take everything from us. In fact, he blesses us abundantly. I can testify to that. 
facts. But I believe that doesn't happen until we get to the place where we can say to the God, God, I am battered and I am bruised and I am weak. And yet I know you love me and I want to follow the plan that you have for my life, no matter what the cost. Dear God, thank you that you are a loving, gracious God. Thank you that you've offered us forgiveness and the gift of new life in you. Thank you that your love is perfect, it never fails, and that nothing can separate us from your love. We pray that our lives would be filled and overflowing with the power of your love so we can make a difference in this world and bring honour to you. We ask for your help in reminding us that the most important things are not what we do outwardly. It's not based on any talent or gift. But the most significant thing we can do in this life is simply to love you and to choose to love others. Help us to love as you love. Fill us with your spirit so that we can choose what is best. We are weak, Lord, but we also know that even when we are weak, you are strong within us. Thank you that it's not all up to us. Thank you that you equip us to face each day with the power of your love, your forgiveness and your grace. We love you, Lord, and we need you today and every day. In Jesus' name, Amen. Wow, thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning, it's been great uh, having you with us. Uh, do remember to like our stuff on Facebook, do remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and do share this with friends and family via Facebook, email, telephone, conversation, whatever. The more we can have, the merrier. So yeah, thank you uh, for, for being with us and a happy new year. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. We're going to be finishing our service in a moment, but before we do that, I'm going to ask Ellie to read us a final prayer. Okay. 
O oh God, your days are without beginning and without end. We dedicate this coming year to you. Give us such prosperity as you know is good for us. And make us abound in doing whatever is pleasing to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. So, yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye. Come set your all and reign in our hearts again. Increase in us, we pray. Unveil why we're made. Come set our hearts and ways with hope.